You're listening to the Rise of Sisterhood podcast, where we chat about soul, spirit, sisterhood, and a little bit of everything in between. Here is your host, aka me, Jen. Hello, my sweet friends. I'm really excited about this episode. This is actually the third time I have attempted recording because I feel like my message isn't coming through as clear as I would like. And I want to make sure that you have a plan in place to create what it is that you are seeking. So this episode is all about manifestation. I do have a guest in studio today. Honestly, I hope that you don't hear from them because it is my puppy Rocket. He is lying on my bed as I am snuggling up in my blanket recording this episode. Yes, technology allows me to do that. So if you hear a bark or you hear someone chomping on their leg, it's not me, I promise. (laughs) So this episode is all about manifestation. I'd love for you to go ahead and grab a journal because maybe we can create a plan together. Maybe there's something you would like to create in your life and we can work through it and hopefully create a game plan for you. My take on manifestation might be a little bit different than what you hear from other spiritual guides or however you want to name them, whatever you'd like to call them, because I truly feel that we have to work alongside the universe when it comes to creating what it is that we would like. The universe will provide for us whatever it is that we would like to create, but we have to believe in it. The dictionary states that manifestation is an event, action, or object that clearly shows or embodies something, especially a theory or an abstract idea. So basically, it's taking something that we would like that perhaps is a dream and turning it into something tangible, right? We all have grandeur ideas that we'll win the lottery or all of a sudden we'll stumble across a million dollars and we'll just manifest something along those lines into our lives. And trust me, I think that is so beautiful and romantic. And I do play scratch tickets now and then. I think I watch enough of my lottery dream home to have the idea that it's possible. (laughs) But let's be honest, you know, unless you're spending a lot of money on lottery tickets, there's a good chance you're not going to win anything. Just being realistic here. I think that something that happens with manifestation as well, we hear kind of crazy ideas and we think that they're going to work. And then when they don't work for us, we feel like either the method was wrong or you're not worthy of what it is that we would like to create. And trust me, you are capable of creating whatever it is that you desire. It's just about truly knowing what it is that you desire. So it goes beyond just putting something on a vision board and forgetting about it and hoping that it comes to fruition. And it goes beyond keeping your vibration high because there's so much more to manifestation. Let's go ahead and open up that journal. And let's just start by at the very beginning at the top, just write your goal. What is it that you would like to create for yourself? Go ahead, pause the episode. I'll be here waiting. And now I'd like you to take a look at what it is that you've written down. Are you specific in what you would like to create? Did you write something down along the lines of, oh, I'd like to make more money this month? 
Or did you write down, I would like to make $1,000 more this month? Be very specific about what it is that you would like to create because that helps you have that clear picture in your mind of what it is that you desire. And you know, it might take a little more time than just quickly jotting down your goals. You may need to sit with what it is that you'd like to create. Sit with it for a little bit. So definitely being very clear about what it is that you desire is the number one first step in manifestation. From there, I'll invite you to go ahead and pause the recording, pause the podcast, maybe after I give you the instruction, but sit with your goal, sit with what you would like to create, truly allow yourself to feel in your body, allow yourself to feel where, when you say your goal, where do you feel it? What does it feel like? Does it give you excitement? Does it make you feel uncomfortable? in a good way or uncomfortable in a bad way? Does it make you feel nervous or give you a pit in your stomach? These are all very important indicators that we are setting the right goals for us. Because someone that wants to make a million dollars this year, for someone that is low income, that might feel like something beyond capability. It doesn't mean that it's not possible, but why not start by setting a goal that feels good to you and then working towards that? We have to be honest with ourselves and that's the bottom line because we all want to be profitable. We all want to be prosperous. We all want different things in our lives, but if we don't believe in ourselves then nothing's going to happen. I just have to say that I love recording a podcast episode with my pup. He is so cute. So sit with your goal. See how it feels. And I would love for you to take notice of where you're at right now mentally, emotionally, physically. Because maybe you're feeling a little bit of depression right now or anxiety And maybe your goals just don't feel good no matter what it is you're writing down. So maybe a shift in focus to taking care of yourself would be a good first step before trying to make a billion dollars in the next five years. Start where you're at. The universe is going to provide exactly what you need in this moment, whether you know you need it or not. The next step kind of goes along with what I've already said, but... Do you truly believe that you can achieve the goal that you have written down? And are you being realistic? Pause again. Sit with that. Do I truly believe in myself? Do I truly believe that what I would like to create is possible? So again, maybe instead of starting with that million dollar range, maybe you say, I am going to make an extra thousand dollars over the next three months. And maybe that feels really good because that amount of money would make a difference for you. It may not be the million dollar type of difference, but it is a good start. Be realistic because if you can set goals like that and help them come to fruition by taking inspired action, which we will get to, 
It's going to build the belief in yourself that you're able to create more. It is a really cool compound effect that happens when we can have those wins, those smaller wins. It builds our belief in ourselves, and it allows us to dream bigger and create bigger. So be realistic. And from there, I would love for you to just take a moment again to pause the recording and write down, how will this benefit me? What would it feel like if this goal came true? How will this benefit me? I would encourage you to pause for five to ten minutes and write down every single little thing that comes up. Everything. And from there, how will this benefit others? Because perhaps the belief in just yourself would need a little extra cushioning. Maybe there's something that you truly want to create in your life, but you have a hard time receiving. So you have a hard time seeing how it will benefit you. But maybe if you looked at how it's going to benefit the people around you, it'll give you even more belief that it is something that you truly do deserve. That'll help you shift in the future as well. Because let's be true to ourselves. If we're not taking care of ourselves first, then how can we give anything to anyone else? That's just a little aside for you. Okay, so the next thing. I'd love for you to take a look at setting... I guess this is really just goal setting, but we're calling it manifesting because we are taking an idea and turning it into something tangible, right? So what are the obstacles that may get in your way to stop you from achieving what it is that you would like to create? So maybe you would like to shift careers. What is an obstacle? Let me just give you one example. So maybe you currently spend a lot of time with friends and family who really like to poo-poo on your ideas. They do not think that you are capable of making a shift. So they drag you down when you share your excitement and your goals and your desire to change and do something more for yourself. So how can we remove that obstacle? I mean, aside from completely you know, cutting these people out of our lives, which, I mean, you may need to do that in the future. I'm not not going to discredit that. But perhaps instead of setting yourself up to feel awful by sharing these things with your less than supportive friends and family, find your community that will stand up with you and support you. So if you're looking for a career change, you know darn right that Google is your best friend. Just go ahead and search Facebook, search Google, search for groups of people that have made similar transitions to what you are trying to do and find your community. Find them because they are out there and you know darn right they are out there. Find people around you that are going to support you and uphold you and keep you excited about what it is that you're trying to create for yourself. Find them because you know that those conversations are going to keep you feeling good about it. If you're going to bring the same stuff up to the people that you know are going to crap on your ideas, then you know that you're never going to get that support. I know a lot of people want to say, oh yeah, I will do this and I will show them that I can do this. And that is great. But don't make that your prime goal. We want to do things that feel good, 
not feel vengeful. <laughs> Although I know that is very validating and can feel good as well. <laughs> Let's keep it positive. Okay, or maybe you are feeling depressed and you have anxiety or maybe you're feeling isolated. You don't know where to turn to or maybe finances are the biggest thing for you and you're not able to seek out the support that you truly know that you need because of financial reasons. Well, I, I'm i sure I'm not the first person to tell you this, but there are so many free resources out there. And I don't mean, you know, filling out a checklist that you can print off the internet. I mean, seeking out colleges and universities and places where there are students getting ready to graduate in the field of mental health. So schools for therapists or counselors or psychiatrists because these students are looking to uh, complete their practicums. So you can often get super high quality and excellent guidance and advice from those that are just about to be certified in their field. So mental health professionals, search for those resources. There are plenty of them. You just have to look because once you start looking, you will see that they all show up for you. Also, there are many, many free programs out there within the community, mental health support groups. Search for those. And then, of course, go to Facebook, go to the internet and search for those different groups within the community. As I mentioned on a previous podcast with my dear friend Cheryl of Moms Gone Wild, she has a whole community called the Mother's Mental Health Group. And... It is a safe community for you to connect and share when you're having dark times. And it's all about surrounding yourself with the people that are going to support you in what it is that you would like to create. So removing the obstacles from your path, because if there's no reason for you to have anything get in your way, then what's stopping you from reaching your goals? Another quick example for you. I have a clothing company. It's called Wild Supply Co. And now it has turned into something incredibly beautiful that I'm so passionate and proud of. I create eco-friendly items that save clothing from the landfill, breathing new life into stuff that would otherwise be discarded. I hand stamp each and every garment from a stamp that I carved myself. And I'm very proud of what it is that I put out there. And they've become very popular and I'm super grateful for the community and following that I have built. But when I first started my company, I was using a method that didn't necessarily work for what I wanted and the clothing that I was producing wasn't what I truly wanted to put out there. Plus the company that I was working with to create my clothing, they were less than reliable when it came to shipping garments out. So then my reputation was being tarnished. So I wasn't able to create what it is that I truly wanted with my company, which at the end of the day was sustainable fashion and bringing in an income of at least $1,000 a month from this beautiful little side business. So once I removed the obstacle of the printer that I was using and shifted how I was doing doing the process and looked at what it was that I was creating and what I wanted to put out into the world. Once I started feeling into it and removed the obstacles, 
things just started flowing to me. People love my designs and I sell them out every single time I post new stuff. So it's wonderful. All right. So that kind of goes in line with the next step. So taking inspired action. What was the goal that you set for yourself at the beginning of this little podcast slash mini workshop? We are going to sit with our next steps. So we want to trust our gut and do what feels right. Taking inspired action is very important. As I mentioned, I am not a super huge believer of set it and forget it type mentality. Sure, that can work for some people. But for the majority of people, if we can create through movement, it helps create tangible and longer lasting results. So something that Matilda mentioned in the group, allowing versus chasing. So what are the action steps? I'm going to say allowing and, you know, I want to combine that with the idea of finding your flow, working in flow, following the hints of the universe, allowing what it is that you would like to create to come to fruition. So if you set a goal for yourself and you've sat with it and it truly feels right for you, it feels tangible for you, you know it's something that can come true for yourself, you can manifest this. You're going to trust your gut. So what are some of the things that you can do right now that'll help you align with creating what it is that you would like to create? So for me, if we just look at the clothing example, for me to bring in that additional $1,000 a month, there are action steps that feel right to me. So going and thrift shopping, finding new high quality items that I can repurpose. That feels excellent to me and I love doing it. Stamping, putting on a podcast or a really great music mix and stamping all of the items feels awesome to me. I have to take action. I have to stamp the clothing so I have something to share. And then what else feels good? I have to market my clothing. I have to put it online. I have to. Shooting and having on ourselves and needing. They're all things that we don't necessarily want to do. But in order for me to reach my goal, these are the types of things that they do have to take place. And they feel good for me. And when I do these things, I receive hints from the universe that things are going in the right direction. So I might see a ridiculous amount of repeating numbers all the time, which is my sign from the universe that I am on the right path. So while these actions, they may feel like they are a lot of work or they may feel daunting, I still feel excited about them because I know what the outcome is going to be. So I will take that action because it feels good. If you are chasing rather than allowing, perhaps you have a list of all sorts of actions that you might, you know, need to take to reach your goals and they feel dreadful. You feel a pit in your stomach when you think about taking this action. You don't feel like it's going to be easy and it feels icky. Things can feel foggy or cloudy and it feels like more than what you're necessarily willing to take on. So that would be more of a chase type feeling versus allowing. Let it happen. What feels good to you? So that would allow you to go ahead and go back to your goal at the beginning. Is this what you truly want? Is this something you truly desire? Will it make you feel good? Will it help raise the good around you for the people around you? What are the actions to get there? 
Maybe your goal is beautiful and maybe it's perfect for you. And maybe looking at it from a different angle might be the best bet. Make sense? So the only last step is start taking action. Start doing those steps that you've written down. Be excited. Surround yourself with people who will support you and allow your manifestations to come true. Be flexible in your approach. Be specific about your goal. I hope that this recording, this podcast, it resonates with you. I hope it's given you a little bit of direction moving forward. It gives you a little bit more clarity and control, I suppose, over yourself and what it is that you would like to create because you know that you can't control anything else other than you and your actions. So why not work with yourself to create what it is exactly that you would like? Ask for guidance along the way. Ask for signs that things are going in the right direction, but trust your gut. Always do that check-in. How does it feel within? If it no longer feels right, then perhaps it's time to shift your focus and move in a new direction. And if you set a super specific goal and you don't reach it, rather than being disheartened, take a look at what it is you did create in that amount of time. And if you didn't get there and you didn't get even close, perhaps write down the other things that happened during that time and allow that to inform what it is that you do moving forward. A new shift, a new direction, or perhaps a new goal altogether, or maybe starting a little bit smaller and then adding on that compound effect and allowing yourself to grow to where it is you ultimately would like to get. Thank you very much for listening. I'll catch you on the next episode. Bye for now. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I hope that you received some value or maybe a giggle or maybe gave you something to think about. If you enjoyed this episode, please share with your sisters. I'm sure they'd love to hear it as well. And if you're feeling up to it, leave us a five-star review. Thanks a lot. See you in the next one.